of the living poop. I don't know. He's like, it's just so strange that he likes bears and being called a bear so much, even though it's obviously, uh, it's, it's, isn't that the name for like a, a big yeah, hairy, hairy gay game. man? <laughs> Dude, I think he just embraces his memes. There's nothing wrong with that. I think subconsciously, we all joke about it, but he knows he's a meme. And he embraces it. I think subconsciously, he knows he's gay. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm big, I'm hairy, I'd be a bear. But I'm a straight bear. Okay. <laughs> Look at girls dig me, all right? I'm big, I'm hairy. Girls like hairs. Have you seen beards? They're in right now. And listen to this. <laughs> what do you what do you think of that? Dude, I do that at bars and girls just instantly come up and ask for my number. They uh I, I always call my girls honey. It's a joke, you get it? See, but uh, I don't do anything with these girls because there's only one girl. Me. Well, we're always on the floor, and there's always many people on the beds, like around. Look, us. have you seen how bears mate? They bring them back to their den. Right. The whole family's there, and they just smash anyways. But, you know, right? even though even though the rest of the family's sleeping in the cave, it's like let's just let's Please? do it. <laughs> you know, I have um, I can hibernate if need if be. need be. But bear, uh, your your family's here. <laughs> All right, let's get this shit started. Welcome to Drunkcast. I'm your host, Joel. I'm your other host, Jim. So, uh, welcome back to another episode of Drunkcast. I'm your host, Joel. And I'm, I'm your host, Jim. And uh, we'd like to welcome you back to another uh, episode of Drunkcast. I'm your host, Joel. I'm having deja vu. No, you're having a stroke. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, welcome back. Uh, thank you so much for all your guys' patience and stuff like that. And I do want to apologize um, ahead of time for the guacamole episode. What? Yes. It was it was that bad. There's a lot of singing and infidels. <laughs> we should have never made that, that backstory <laughs> for the guacamole lady. Oh. No. Um, I want to apologize for the audio quality. It's going to be a little choppy because uh, my mic broke. I had a beautiful black Yeti. Um, and Why is it going to be a black Yeti? Because the microphone was black. Why can't you call it? What? I'm sorry. Continue. Whatever. Um, so the audio is going to be a little bit painful to deal with until our next podcast when I can uh, get that thing fixed. But until then, hopefully you love our grainy ass voices. Uh, but I do want to say we had 43 listens on our first podcast. No kidding. By the way. That's cool. And, and uh, the numbers apparently keep growing. So uh, somebody likes to listen to us. Somebody somewhere. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. This one's for you, Mom. <laughs> um, okay, so so on this episode, uh, obviously we've been straying away from like dead topics. Now, yeah, like specific topics. Specific we, topics. We, uh, we thought it's kind of boring to just you know kind of force one topic throughout an entire hour that's just not who we are and once you get enough of this stuff in us we just we we derail harder than now, anything. now else. what is this stuff so today we're drinking uh i actually am working on a stone ipa and i'm feeling a little uh citradelic yeah. today so you're working on one of those uh, new belgium citradelics how do they how do they taste by the way it's really good it's really good I right i want to say yeah it's uh, very citrusy. I'm a big fan of oranges. So, uh, uh, AFK, uh, we have a place that's called AFK in uh, downtown San Jose. Uh, 
um, they had Citradelic on tap the first time I tried it. Yeah. And the first time I, I, uh, I drank it, it was on tap and I loved it. And it's the first beer that I've ever tasted that tastes the same on tap than it does in the bottles. I got to say, I'm really not a fan of uh, fruity drinks at all. I, I can't stand them. It makes right. me uh, feel like I got to you know, charge my man card with it. But right. this is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So Chitradelic, um, interestingly enough, is even respected by Kelly. Which is my roommate who doesn't respect anything. That's that is true. <laughs> Not even personal space. <laughs> so, um, but anywho, so that's what we're drinking right now. That's what we're drinking. And, and then today's topics are we're gonna we're gonna discuss more video games. More so. video games, and then we're gonna also discuss kind of current topics. Yeah, topics we find interesting. Exactly. So there's a few things that have come to light, or a few articles that we've been reading recently that. We wanted to touch on some serious. We're going to talk about the serious stuff before we actually get a little inebriated. And then I have a special treat for you for our spooky hour, Jim. Um, I want to talk about a little bit of what we discovered on our trip to T-Town, Temecula. Down to T-Town. Whatever. I don't... Yes. I don't. It is south up here. But, I don't fucking know. care. <laughs> I'm not a mallard, so I don't need to know this shit. Um, How do you know? Where's your proof? <laughs> Uh, but I'm not a mallard? Yes. Oh. Well, my dick's not a spiral, like, freakish spiral duck. duck. I don't know. I've never seen your dick. You could be lying to me. Turn off the, <laughs> turn off the podcast. I'll, we'll, 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 we'll clear this up. Right? <laughs> Maybe after the podcast, we'll, we'll get down to brass tacks about this. I'll, I'll show you my, <laughs> my non-mallard dick. Um, so... So yeah, so we uh, there's a little bit of spooky stuff that we discovered. Well, I discovered you educated me on yes. in Temecula, and there's something that I've been wanting to to take you through um, as a little bit of a treat. Okay. Uh, but first, let's uh, let's cheers. Let's take a big gulp. All right, cheers. Cool. Oh. I think the next, our next episode, we'll probably have to do some hard alcohol. We've not, we haven't done like a belligerently drunk episode since our first, since episode? our very first episode. <laughs> and that I just, the, the amount of drunk I got was glorious. Even though the next morning <laughs> I felt like utter shit, I would have rather died uh, than dude, open my eyes. Dude, the next morning, I, like, I've never had a hangover like that. That was, that was rough. I just remember waking up at. 4 a.m. that morning and with my neck like crinked. I had this <laughs> tiny little couch in my room and my neck was like crinched in the fucking couch that was obviously too small for either of us. But somehow you had my bed <laughs> and you were just like, it was almost like a, like a Hannibal Lecter scene where you're just like, you look absolutely naked and you're just wrapped in a thin white sheet with the wind blowing behind you passed out on my bed. You know, what's interesting about that night is that sober. I I am. I hate when people touch me. Yeah. Big fan of personal space and you know, gross things gross me out. Right. No shit. I get that, but more, more so than a normal person. Okay. Anyways. I'm glad you found so, that. That night, I saw you literally move a pizza on a plate to the side, <laughs> still on the plate, <laughs> throw up on the plate, and leave it there. And I looked at this, and I was like, huh, 
That's not gross at all. I just I was okay with it. Yeah, you know. That's horrendous. That's so fucking gross. I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> I was like, I have to get through two doors to get to the bathroom and at least five <laughs> steps. There's no way I'm making it. And like, I was that kind of drunk where there was no like promise that I wouldn't like put my face on a puby tulip uh, tulip bowl. A puby, oh, puby totally uh, <laughs> a puby toilet bowl seat, like as I'm going to like vomit, because my like just my sense of balance was terrible, <laughs> and knowing me, my head's so fucking large and heavy, right? That I just like would bump it into everything. That's right. where I'm like Bobby's world. If if we have a lot of millennials <laughs> that are listening to this, right? Um, anyway, enough about our downtrodden past. <laughs> let's talk let's about to the future. To the future. Marty, something has to be done about your kids. What's wrong with my kids, Doc? It's your daughter. She marries a black man. Actually, uh, I don't see any any problem with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that too. Oh yeah, I'm, right. I me, me neither. I just you know, peanut butter was invented by a black man. You know, I uh, think you should just drop us off. You know, there's nothing wrong with with what what your daughter's doing. It's too late, Doc. <laughs> um. So let's let's dip into a little bit of seriousness. I want to get this out of the way. Um, but something that that we were discussing earlier. So we do well with like debate topics and discussing like serious matters. Um, base. Ha. Ha. So we there was a recent <laughs> article about this girl who had a, a suicidal boyfriend. So there's suicide. A girl. Oh, hold on, suicidal boyfriend. Sounds like the perfect Avril Lavigne song, by the way. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, go on. Quit. So, there was this girl that was dating this guy. Right. I like and, these lyrics and, so and, uh, <laughs> There was a girl that dating a guy, guy <laughs> and he liked him so much. <laughs> Anyways, the boyfriend in this situation mm-hmm. was uh, suicidal. He was very depressed and contemplating, seriously contemplating suicide. Right. So, obviously, he goes to his girlfriend for counsel. Okay. His girlfriend, uh, by the way, they're like 16 years old, I think. Like 15 or 16. They're teenagers. Right. The girlfriend tells him, you should, uh, you should kill yourself. Uh-huh. And he says, you know, I, I can't do that. You know, I can't, I can't believe you're telling me this right now. And she eventually convinced him that he should kill himself. And he ended up doing it. Now, the thing is, is the Supreme Court has decided that it was part, partly her fault. Okay. And now they're taking it to court to either put her in jail for assisted like suicide, assisted suicide, or, or even even murder. Yeah. Right? Like what third degree when it's not really your hands that do it, but you still make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, like so. non-preventative murder or whatever it mm-hmm. is, uh, I like it's it's kind of in that science of like like um, guilty by association, right? Where if you have the power to stop um, a criminal act and you don't, you should. Uh, most people believe that you should be as guilty as the person who actually committed the crime, right? Which that was the Brian Stowe argument too when he got jumped in L.A. Right. Because there was a bus full of people watching this, and they did nothing. Right. So I was on that bus. You were on that bus. I took a lot of pictures. Now, um, well, I, 
<laughs> I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to get your uh, input. What do you what do you think about that? Like, do you think this girl is um, is responsible for the death of this guy? I don't think she's responsible, but she should definitely get some sort of punishment. Okay, so you think she has some sort of she has a piece of responsibility in this? Hell yeah, because I mean, it's like saying if they were married, right, right, then uh, if if the husband kills himself. And the wife knew about it and didn't do anything to prevent it. And everybody know, knew this. Would the wife be in trouble? Oh, yeah, she would. Right? So, I mean, and it all depends on where they live, too. Right? Yeah. Different states have different rules when it comes to that kind of stuff. Exactly. But it's a whole moral dilemma. Because I could go up to, to somebody randomly on the streets and tell them to kill himself. Right? right? Like, people do that on the internet all the time. You go to 4chan, it's constantly barraded with either hentai, regular porn, weird porn, traps, uh, shemales, or people telling you to kill yourself. From traps and shemales the same? No, educate yourself, okay? <laughs> go on to 4chan, learn the difference between traps and shemales, goddammit. I, I, no thank you. <laughs> shemales. No, no, are, no, no, you're getting off topic. Take a drink. Go back. Damn it. Go back. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Take a drink. Go back. <laughs> so. I finished. Anyways, yeah, that's that's the main argument is that is she guilty, right? Even even a little bit guilty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. I, I. I just don't know. Like, it's. Because it's, it's one of those things where it's like, do you really hold words. As a um, as a weapon, do you do you really feel like me telling somebody to do something? Like if I told you to rob a bank, yeah. If I said, "Hey Jim, go rob a bank," I had a text message that said, "You should rob a bank." Maybe that's the difference. Maybe it's that she, because like, she sent a text, written proof. Okay. If I said it in passing, then there's no like recourse. It's like, right. well, I didn't think you'd do it, but it's like if I sent you a text. There's no emotion in the text. So you can read that and take it as, like, if... Seriously as you might think. If you're an outsider looking in, you don't know how they usually talk. Right. So, Emily, my girlfriend Emily tells me to kill myself all the time. (laughs) And I just laugh and laugh and cry. I don't think that's a joke, though, Joel. You know, and she's even given me... She sent me... She FedExed me a gun today. A gun? It was cute. (laughs) Okay? It was very cute. I put it in my mouth, pulled the trigger. There's nothing. Does in that it. does that <laughs> explain the razor blades I keep finding next to your bedside? Yeah, it's like whatever. I use them to shave. It's, I mean, it's cool. I don't think that's what they're there for, though. Really? I mean, she made me cyanide pasta the other day. I just wasn't hungry. <laughs> you know. Okay. Well, she would. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> um, so it's no. But it, it, I find it. I find it a little far fetched because the human mind, like. Was this, so first of all, was this kid diagnosed with depression? I don't know. Okay. I'll be honest, I have no idea. You know, we have the internet. Can you look it up and I'll see? Look it up. Yeah. But because if, if he was diagnosed with depression, um, then, then maybe, because obviously him, her being his girlfriend. Uh, so wait, let me stop you right there. First things first, this is in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. And so what does that what does that have to do with anything? Massachusetts is fucked up. Alright? Not as fucked up as Texas. I'd kill myself if I was in Massachusetts. Hey, they 
girl. She looks like Dakota Fanning if she fell down the right? stairs. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know. So. Anyway, ignore this ad in the background. I will not endorse WWE 2K17 coming out in September. Actually, that was UFC. Oh, that was WWE. That was WWE. You know, Brock Lesnar even... is going to the uh, UFC. He was in the UFC before. He was, and then he went back to WWE. You know what? I'll Take a drink. Doodle do. Doodle do. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Skeletal. Um, so see if, like, read it out loud. Read the article out loud. Uh, give credit where credit's due, though. Tell me who you're reading from. Fox News. Oh, they're the most credible source of news. Yep. Okay, so, all right, so let me read this. Read out Donald loud. Trump is the savior. Of this name. Oh, whoops. We all know Wrong. that. Wrong. Move on. Get to the suicide <laughs> team. This is the suicide team. <laughs> all right, let me see. We need to get these kids out of uh, razor blade stores. Now, this is kind of a long thing, so I'm just going to find the important parts. That's fine. All right. But just, just prosecutors have charged Massachusetts teen with involuntary manslaughter. After text messages to her boyfriend appear to show her urging him to commit suicide. <coughs> is that is that in there? That, you know what? Word, <laughs> word for word. E E E E E R R R U U G G G H H H H H. Word for word. <laughs> okay. Which is a great Foo Fighter song. But anyway, go on. Okay. Um so let me read you some of the texts. All right, mm. you can't think about it. You just have to do it. You said you were going to do it. Like I don't get why you aren't. So she's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> so yesterday <laughs> you said tomorrow. Oh, so okay. So no, no, no. That's my next argument. <laughs> if anybody watches the Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, Shine the Butt, uh, um, uh, uh, YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And kills themselves because he thinks that Shia, Shia LaBeouf... Okay, wait. So we're there. Shia LaBeouf does not say, go kill yourself. Yesterday you said, tomorrow. He just said, yesterday I guess it's not. I guess he's not directing a gun towards somebody. Like, he's not directing his words Somebody didn't go up to him and go, man, I'm, I'm really down. I uh, think I kill myself. And then, and then, then he just the green screen. do it! Yeah. See, that didn't happen. That's the difference. Okay. All right. Go on. Read some more of the text. Roy, uh -huh. 18 had a history of depression and had previously attempted suicide two years earlier, taking an overdose of a painkiller antimphetamine. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Yes. Can you write that down on a prescription? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Trails off the page. And the last bunch of texts you got is, you can't keep living this way. You just need to do it like you did the last time and not think about it. Just do it, babe. Now read that again. Just do it, babe. Now read that again, and right. I'm going to give you a text from before just to lighten this up. I'm going to give you a text from before, and I want you to read that verbatim, okay? Okay. Man, I'm thinking of doing this uh, two largest for $14.99 deal at Domino's. You can't keep living this way. You just need to do it like you did the last time <laughs> and not think about it. Just do it, babe. All right. All right. But no. Hey, it's fucked up, right? He died, and this chick's a bitch for doing this, all right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Definitely, she is. I'm just but, thinking about but getting next two pizzas. Time, next time I order pizzas and yeah. I'm coming over, I expect this as the reply. I'm texting her next time I get some pizzas. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting a pizza, but I'm not sure if it's right for my diet. What do you think? Just do it. I don't understand why. <laughs> Keep thinking about dude, it. What if, Maybe she's just a yes man. Yeah. What if she's just like trying to pump him on? She's a hype. 
a hype she man. wasn't paying attention to what he was sending her. Oh, and fuck, it, dude. And she was thinking, like, he was saying, you know what? I'm really thinking about applying to this college. Yeah. I can't keep leaving this way. Yeah. Just need to do it. Just do it. Just do it. I like to think she was wearing, like, a, a black t-shirt that was a little too small for her. And she had, like, these muscles. And she was, like, just in front of a green screen. And she's just, like, sending him YouTube videos of her just walking back and forth and going, Yesterday! <laughs> you said tomorrow! But anyway. Okay, go and on. I, I, I actually... I really feel for this kid. Like... I really do, too. Clearly, he has nowhere else to turn but to his fucking girlfriend. And the only person that he does turn to tells him to fucking kill himself. Right. So, it's... it's Okay. Uh, anyway, go, go on. I'll... We'll... we'll Synopsisize after this. Alright, so Joseph Catalado Catalado uh, Carter's lawyer, Carter is the girl by the way uh, said her texts amount to speech protected by the First Amendment. He says it is clear from the exchanges that Roy had made up his mind to take his own life and Carter, now 18 didn't cause his death. So, pretty much the argument is that he was going to do it anyways. Pretty much what you had brought up previously. That, you know, if he was going to do it anyways, how, how are you assisting it? But, so how he killed himself, does, does that matter? Uh, yeah, but we'll get that to that in the middle. Let's talk, uh, in a minute. Let's talk about that whole argument, that he was going to do it anyway. Yeah. How, like, how bullshit is that because it's like okay let's let's say let's say somebody's about to like trip and fall right and you see them like whoa whoa and they're about to like trip and fall right, right. and you go over there and you fucking push them like you just fucking emit force into the <laughs> ribs and drop them right right and he's like what the fuck dude right, right. and he goes well you were gonna fall anyway <laughs> Okay, how well, that's a good argument actually. What like or or like you know a bank's gonna get robbed? <laughs> you sprint in there, sprint just in grab there, as much money like, as you yeah, can. Rob the bank first. It's like, then, why'd you like, rob this bank? <laughs> well, it's gonna get robbed anyway. <laughs> like how bullshitty is that? Yeah. That excuse. I absolutely agree. Fuck, I, I was gonna bring up a, another point, but ADD. I'm whatever. I mean, it's I just don't understand like. Well, first of all, I don't understand what her age has to do with anything. They said she was 18 and shit like that. But she was 17 at the time. He was 18. Oh, yeah. So the argument... No, the actual argument with that age thing is that she's a minor. When this happened, that's why her age is being brought into this. Oh, okay. Yeah, that thin line between 17 and 18. Yeah. It's like, is she tried like a minor? She tried tried as an adult. adult. Yeah. And I I believe that they're actually (coughs) trying her as an adult. Hence Massachusetts. Massa sh No pain. No pain. Just just love. Now <laughs> Okay, so so Okay, so let's let's get into how he died. Okay. So Roy, his name, uh, used a gasoline operated water pump to poison himself with carbon monoxide. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. What a creative way to die. Yeah. Apparently, he had already been to a psychiatric hospital uh, years before when he attempted suicide before. Think about that, man. He was he was already going to work with chemicals. Like, think about, like, 
obviously he knew how to like turn these chemicals to hurt himself. Yeah. Imagine if he had the right kind of power behind him to like make him thrive. He would have probably kept thinking about those chemicals and been like, well, what can they do to benefit now, the planet? Now, speaking of chemicals, let me read another thing <clears throat> that this fucking bitch said, right? Okay. <clears throat> to ache him on to do it. Mm. But I bet you're gonna be like, oh, it didn't work because I didn't take the tube right or something like that. I bet you're gonna say an excuse like that. You seem to always have an excuse. Pretty much saying that if he doesn't kill himself or he fails to kill himself, yeah. it's his fault. He's right. a failure. Okay. So. so I'm starting to change my, my thoughts about this. Because at first I was like, I was under the pretense that she was just like, like he goes, oh, maybe I should kill myself. And she goes, well, you could probably fucking do that. Yeah. But obviously what's happening here is that she went out of her way. To make, to sure, make sure he was that, doing the right uh, way of killing himself. Now, now think about this. I have friends that have gone through this, and I'm sure you have too. Yeah. This scenario where if you break up with a girl, right, that's crazy, or even break up with a guy, that's crazy. Right. They will say, you know, if you keep ignoring me, I'm going to kill myself. Right. Or if you, you know, break up with me, I'm going to kill myself. Not to name any Blakes, but. <laughs> Not to name any blicks, right? But uh, but it has happened. Right. Right? Especially with one of my good friends, Alex. Uh, okay. He tried to break up with a girl that has now sent him to a very bad place. And I know for a fact, at least three times she said that she was going to kill herself if they broke up. Right? Right. So, in that situation, if you say, you know... Uh, no, you're not. Is that egging them on, right? Or if you say, you know, I don't care what you do anymore, right? If you're trying to break it off of them, how do you do that without being an assistant, hmm. right? Because, I mean, you look at this, and she's clearly egging him on to do it. Right, that's, right. That's one thing. This this is kind of a defensive thing from somebody that's telling you that they're killing himself. But, like, what do you do? I mean, it's... <sighs> Because I have a feeling this will be the same argument used if that ever happens. And that happens way too often. Yeah. So. I mean, I honestly think that if, if he would have had, like, a best friend or something like that that was telling him the opposite thing to do, he probably would not have gone, with, gone through with it. Yeah. Because obviously there's no texts of any other people who are contacting him. You're probably right, where the last, like... The last hope of him living was him being convinced by his girlfriend. Right. You know, and obviously she wanted him just gone. Now, let me read what she wrote as her defense. <clears throat> oh, I'd like to hear that. All right, and this is dot, 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 so she already said something. Okay. But anyways, the quote is... Ellipses. His... We're done here. Okay. Right, thanks for tuning in to <laughs> Drumcast. This is <laughs> Joel Grammar Nazi. All right, it is called ellipses. Now ellipses. All right, mm -hmm. his death is my fault. Like honestly, I could have stopped him. I was on the phone with him, and he got out of the car because it was working, and he got scared, and I fucking told him to get back in because I knew he would do it all over again the next day. 
and I couldn't have him live the way he was living anymore. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't let him. That's her defense. So he, th she thinks she's pulling a million dollar baby <laughs> and killing him, and that's uh, that's courteous. Mm -hmm. She, she is Jesus in this situation. Situation. In Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Um, she's the Clint Eastwood to his million dollar baby. Yes. That is. It's bullshit. I think it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This, this Mississippi, Massachusetts, wherever the fuck it is. It's fucked up. Yeah. And this Carter chick is absolutely in the wrong. I think what she's doing is she's using kind of like a reverse psychology situation to try to get her out of a bad situation. Yeah. Where she's admitting to to the the murder of this young man. Mm -hmm. However, she's also submitting to the audience the psychological uh, possibility of, of if that is courteous or not. Right. The 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 kind of quote unquote pulling the plug method. Right. The problem with that is that depression being a mental illness is curable and defeatable. Now, I wouldn't say curable, well, but not I would curable. say there are ways to feel better. To right? get around it. To get around it. To, you know, kind of yeah. battle it. Right? You don't even have to. You don't even have to be the person that goes out of their way to do it. Yeah. All you have to do, you can even, there's, there's suicide hotlines that you can give the number of the person that is suicidal to, and they will call that person to talk to them. Yeah. So let me leave it off on this. This is a quote from his grandfather, right? Okay. He was coming out of his depression. Uh, we saw the light at the end of the tunnel, and she just blew up that tunnel. She shut the light off. That's his quote. There you go. And there you go. That that pretty much summarizes how I think most people feel about this situation. It's, yeah. it's a sad thing. And now uh, the reason this is being brought up again, this happened last year, right. I believe. Um, the reason this is being brought up again is because now it's been approved to go to court. Right. And now she's going to face charges for this. Right. So what do you think happens? I think she's going to be, I think she's going to be uh, found guilty of uh, manslaughter. Okay. Because regardless of whichever way you turn it or psychologically the way you turn it or whatever, the unfortunate thing is you have to factor in two factors. One. Factor of the factors? Factor of the factors. Here's some factors of these factors. <laughs> so one is the fact that... Um, is... Oh, is the fact that she's... That the texts are there. And you, you subtract what she says now from what she said then. <laughs> and what she... Uh. And <laughs> and what she fuck, dude. And what she said then, it sounds uh, maniacal, dude. What she said before and what she said after, either way is like as it's you a said, little maniacal. Yeah. And then you also have to factor in the the jury system. They're gonna go with the easiest verdict. They always go with the easiest verdict because it's time consuming. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be on a jury, especially of a situation of a, of a teen that killed himself. I agree with you. I, I definitely think she's going to be found guilty. But yeah. mainly because 
this is an interesting case, and I and I believe it's one of the first of its kind. Right. So, because of that, I have a feeling that they're going to make an example of her. Happens a lot, you mm. know, especially when uh, you, you know you have so many um, like kind of things like this going on. You want to make an example right at the start of it, so that other people are deterred right. from doing the same thing. Right. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I agree. I, 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 you know, I think we finally found a middle ground because otherwise, like I was going to be the catalyst to your, to your thoughts. But then when you read that, uh, like her, res- her responses to his text messages completely changed my thoughts. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. She's a bitch. But now uh-huh. I have to ask, you know, I've been, I've been thinking for, for a while on taking advantage of this double deal from Domino's <laughs> two larges for fourteen ninety nine, two toppings. Well, now know you know to, who to call. I don't know what to do, Jim. Just call you, Carter. Carter, what what do I do? I'm tired of you living like this. <laughs> Just get that. No, we can't. We can't make a joke of this kid's suicide. Fuck. Okay, so <clears throat> rest in peace. What's his name? Roy. Roy what? Roy. Roy. Rest in peace, Roy. R.I.P. Hey, same Wait, I thought Roy. Roy was like the uh, lawyer. Uh, no, Roy. Roy is the kid. Roy is the kid. All right. And his grandfather's name is also Roy. A big drink to Roy. To Roy. Rest in peace, buddy. Bitches, man. Bitches. Ain't shit but hoes and, and tricks. tricks. What so you we- won't do, do for love. You try everything. Um, all right. Next topic. What was our next topic? Let's move on to something a little more fun. I want to talk about... Uh, asshole. That is pretty fun. <laughs> now, I want to talk about uh, a video game that just recently came out, Overwatch. Overwatch, yes. So, you yeah. have it. I'm going to get it. A bunch of our friends have it. Yeah. But you've played it. Yeah. How many How many hours would you say you've logged into it? Well, the cool thing is that it actually shows you how many hours you've played every individual character. Really? Yes. I believe I've played about 20 hours. 20 hours? I put about, no, no. I put about thirty hours in. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Now who 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 bestank? <laughs> who bestank? Who would you say is your favorite character? Roadhog. Roadhog. No question. So Roadhog. And do you know who Roadhog is? So I've heard a few things. Like he has this chain. Yeah. It's like almost like a like a spawn like chain where you throw it out it's and like it scorpion. brings you in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, like go scorpion into, with a shotgun. Go right. into detail. So. If you played it, you understand why I love fucking Roadhog so much. If you haven't, pretty much, he's the easiest fucking character to use. Because he has a shotgun in one hand and he has a chain in the other, right? You see somebody from far away, you chain them, pull them up, one shot, kill. Done. Really? Yeah. And then you just keep going. And then you just fucking hide. And then he has a, like, a health booster, right? So if his health goes low, you just hide, heal yourself, go back in. Oh, yeah. Right? But the cool thing about this game is that every character... Is completely unique. Right. Like, there's one character that's exactly like a Call of Duty character. And mm. then there's another character that, you know, just completely fucking different. Every single character is completely different. That's what I really like about this game. Okay. And, you know, the one thing that I had a problem with being such a single-player person is that, like, there's pretty much two kind of ways to play it right now. All right. right? You have Escort... And you have defend, right? Defend the position or escort. And 
to me it's kind of boring. What are you escorting? In escort? Like just uh, a character? Or? No, just a car. Um, yeah, and you know, I mean, it's still a fun game sure. just by the you know the shooting style and the playing style, but those modes really boring, right. actually. So, um, but I do hear that they're updating it big time. Right? Okay. There are going to be new game modes. There's going to be new uh, characters. It's going to be new, pretty much everything. Wow. Like, they they've heard the complaints and they're updating. That's one thing I do really like about blizzard is that they they know it's a new game and they're trying to make it better so what would <laughs> excuse me what would you say snake 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 what would you say is the most fun thing about it like is it the multiplayer or is it like like character customization is there any sort of customer character there is that's pretty much the only part the only unlockables of the game right every character has about 45 to 50 items that it can unlock to make it unique right and like that's clothing that's their fucking um sign-offs or their you know poses and all that kind of stuff right and, you know, that's pretty cool. And I like that pretty much everything that you would pay for is... It's not a pay-to-win uh, pay game. It's not that kind of game at all. You pay money to get, like, extra coins, right? Extra designs and shit like that. Things uh -huh. that don't really matter to the game. So I actually do like that a lot about the game. So it's a lot like Last of Us, where you don't need to buy anything to win. Yeah. You just kind of buy, like, hats. Exactly. Or, or fucking, like slogans or you know, yeah, whatever. yeah yeah poses poses much. and yeah. shit and taunts okay i like that yeah so that's good for me because i'm going to be getting it soon right and i imagine since uh, just my just my habits in in games usually i do like a sit back and snipe kind of thing right so i imagine Widowmaker would probably be my my character for sure yeah and yeah. there's this character named hanzo right hanzo yeah who's a uh bow and arrow kind of guy oh but he's also a sniper pretty much and it's fun as hell. Yeah, is he? For sure. Okay. Yeah, so, once, once you play the game, kind of get it. By the way, uh, Mom, if you're listening, uh, my uh, PS4 gamer tag is Gymnanigans. No. So, mm, Joliosa for me, so find me. <laughs> I'll make sweet love to you, baby. Mm, you want so that? So there goes that? like our two followers. You want that? My mom and your mom. You want that sweet licorice? Because I'll lick it a slip it. You're, you're scaring uh, children. Legally split your legs open. Just uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. <clears throat> I, well, I feel like we... you need to take a drink for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. While I'm taking this drink, tell me who your second favorite character is. So, Junkrat. The cool thing is, is that in the game's kind of backstory, okay. Junkrat and Roadhog are kind of partners. Right? Okay. But, um... Junkrat is pretty much a guy that just shoots fucking bombs everywhere. He's actually the first character that I used that I really got into. Oh. And his whole thing is just explosions. He's really good for somebody that's terrible at aim. And, you know, you just run through, fucking shoot bombs everywhere. And uh, lay traps. Okay. It's yeah, pretty fun. Fair enough. Sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Well, Undabal. Um, and then, of course, the next thing that I want to talk about... Because we talk about it a lot. We talk about Fallout a lot. Right. 
But uh, one thing that I'm always interested in, the characters that you make. Because each character has a different kind of fucking personality, which is right. awesome. Right. So tell me about the new personality and the name. We have to start with the name. Go to the personality of this new character that you're making. So this new character... By is... the way, we're on Fallout, folks. Keep up. Anyway. <laughs> Fallout 4. Fallout 4, folks. Keep up. Cat, catch up. Cat, cats up. <laughs> anyway. So my new character, I named him Joe. After my friend Joseph. Okay. Right? Because he's kind of a quiet dude until he gets pissed. And when he, when he gets pissed, he turns into the fucking Hulk. Right. Anyways, so my character... I've, I, I, dude, I've beaten the game so many goddamn times. This okay. isn't me stroking my own fucking dick. This is me yeah. like, making a statement. Right. If anybody's better than Fallout, then fuck you. Prove it. All right? Prove 1v1. It. Somehow. 1v1. Diamond City, UV Gym, uh, Rocket, uh, uh, Mervs, Experimental Mervs only. <laughs> Fuck. That, that, would be, that would actually be really fun. Anyways, um, so, this character. Okay. He, he's only, like, he goes yes, and he agrees to do everything. He's a yes man. Okay. But once he knows he's been tricked or duped in any way, or been used in any way, even if it's, like, very subtle, yeah. he goes off, and he fucking kills everybody right so that's pretty much the character i have right now and i'm playing this on survival mode right which makes it even harder because like i i can't even count the times that i've been screaming at my tv right survival mode so is so angry i mean it's just not something to fuck with it's oh my god I, i've like dude you know how many times that i've gone through and i've finally gone past the point and i'm like fuck yes right and then i'm like going through Trying to find a bed, and then the game freezes? Freezes. Freezes! I don't even die! The game just fucking freezes, and I... Oh, don't even do... Don't, okay. don't even get started. Let's not get into that. It, that happened last night, man. This sounds like something that's a little too oh, personal. God damn it. you in the game. Fix this, Bethesda, <laughs> please! Hey, Bethesda, if you're listening, you're not... I don't need any You're anymore. not fucking listening to this podcast, Bethesda. <laughs> I don't need any more goddamn contraptions for my settlement. I need my game not to fucking freeze. There you go. I like that. Um, <clears throat> well, at least... Well, I mean, okay. So, quick question before we go into something else. What What is worse? Your game freezing or you getting stuck in a rock? See, I haven't gotten stuck in a rock. Not no, I'm saying, like, like, compare Fallout New Vegas to this. <laughs> what is, your, is it worse that your game freezes or that you get stuck in a rock while, like, it's that my, stabbing your it's face? It's worse that I get... Uh, that the game freezes. For me. You think so? Because that's a survival mode. If the game freezes, I can be like, well, I'll just load back to my last save. Damn it, I'll have to walk out here again. Right? Oh, you mean if you're stuck in a rock, you'll just... Load back to the same last save. Right. This fucking game, fuck, I need to load back, and then I go back three hours work mm -hmm. worth of, like, my fucking work. Right. right. And it's just infuriating to have to go through things over and over again and then have to say... Was I here before? I I guess this was. I guess I died last time I came here, right? Which happens all the fucking time. But I got a question for you. Mm. So if you watched the new uh, E3, right? The last E3, I should say. Uh, you saw that Skyrim was going to be uh, remastered, okay, and re-released for yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And Fallout New Vegas was going to be remastered and released for Xbox, which is actually pretty cool. Too bad I don't have an Xbox. But anyways, what game would you want from Bethesda, or any game, really, 
remastered and released for a more recent system. That's not it's already, already fucking remastered. Yeah. Dude, I would love like so they've been answering my prayers because recently Grim Fandango was remastered. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Final yeah. Fantasy VII's being remastered. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch of these fucking games that you really, 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 really wanted to see better graphics on right. are just, they're, they're answering our prayers. Right. So I can only hope that they're going to do this, but the next game that I would absolutely love to see remastered is uh, fucking uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Really? I would love to see Ocarina of Time in like, like Wii U physics. That'd be fucking cool. Wouldn't that like, be dope? With new, new graphics and everything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. That'd be cool. Fucking, and I make it gritty. I had something like that for, uh, for the, um, for the 3DS. DS. No, they just had like a, a master mode or, it was just 3D. Oh. That's 3D. Okay. Um, and they had a different mode. Like that was a little harder, hmm. but fuck it. Um, I would like to see just better graphics on that bitch. Okay. For me, it'd be Oblivion. The, oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Good choice. Yeah. That'd be dope. That, Can you imagine? Be, yeah. Especially since it's like an older game. Yeah. Like to see new fucking graphics. That would be amazing. Can you imagine seeing Shio Gorath just fucking... In like fucking HD. Yeah. Right? Oh, that'd be so fucking... Oh my god. I'd jerk off to that image. Okay. So getting, at, uh, getting near to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this a short one. Because um, there's pizza to be. Right. Um, I want to step into... <laughs> You know, just so <laughs> let let me tell <laughs> let me tell <laughs> saddest saddest man <laughs> let me tell everybody about hell right because mm. I told you but nobody else knows about hell. hold on we have to do an intro so we have to both at the same time say it's time for Joel and Jim's spooky hour ha 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 right. We have to both say it at the same time. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Ready? That is the gayest thing trust ever. Me, trust me, ready? One, two, three. It's time for a Joel and Jim spooky hour. Ha 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 ha. Okay, so <laughs> we'll get an intro, a dubbed intro soon. Spooky hour. Gookie hour. I'm sorry for any of our Asian listeners. Asian my cousin is. is very insensitive. I think people hear what they want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So me and Jim recently took a trip to see some family and some friends down to Temecula. Up which down? Yeah. Down south. We are north. This is NorCal. We went left and went to Temecula. <laughs> and uh, so as I'm, uh, I'll, I'll intro this and then I'll just hand it over to you. So as I was walking, uh, no, as I was, um, we met up with a lot of Jim's friends and I heard rumors of hell. Uh, they called it hell, but essentially what it was, was a, a hole that like it's like a drainage hole that's big enough for like if if a normal person like of normal height so let's say like five foot nine were to crouch they would just barely make it in 
and it was a little dank, and it was a little dark. It seemed interesting. Now, keep in mind, it seemed super interesting because we visited it at like what, what, like 10, okay, a, yeah. 10 p.m. Yeah, 11 late as fuck. It's super late, <laughs> dude. That's like so goddamn fucking right shit. there. That's hell, and it's like this like super dark tunnel in the distance. You're like, holy and, shit. And I'm like, dude, we're not going. We're not yeah, going. fuck this, right? Yeah. Everybody we were with, which was... Uh, all was, my friends. Uh, all your friends, scared of that fucking place. Yeah. Um, so me and Jim, in the next morning, went back to just check out the entrance. Just to check it out, yeah. Because right before yeah. we came back home, I wanted you to see it. Uh, I'm super skeptical. Like, I love scary things, but I'm super skeptical. It has to be really good in order to scare me. And upon further inspection, inspection, it is pretty. It is pretty creepy. I will give it to them because yeah. it's pitch dark in just that tunnel, which is weird. During the day, even during the day, yeah, it seems to be like a shroud that, like, right at the entrance of a tunnel, it's black, just dark, and then it just goes on for who knows how long. Right. So, um, and then of course, on the top is etched out letters that say "Hell." Hence the name. Hence the name. So it was a little. It was. It was pretty spooky. Now, now, Jim, you actually had some friends who went in there. They have some stories. Yeah. Tell me your experience with hell, because obviously I was an outsider looking in. Right. So, I lived up the street from this place. Right. And when you live in Temecula, which is like a population of three hundred people, you look for things right to do. And we eventually found this place, right? There's some sewer drains right next to my house. And uh, and when we found it, the place was fairly new. So there was no graffiti. Because when you went there, there was graffiti everywhere. Yeah, there was like tons of graffiti on the yeah. sides and yeah. shit like that. But when we found it, it was brand new. And the only thing that was on there was the words hell yeah. etched into the fucking stone on the top of it. Right. right? And we're like, man, this is, this is creepy, right? We didn't even think anything of it. So, uh, we went there at least three times. We like we kind of tiptoed in, and I'm like, no, 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 fuck this, right? And then we run out. And our third time in, we said, you know what, we're doing this. Let's grab a light, you know, let's grab several lights, and let's see how far in hell goes. So, me and my buddies, about four of us, including myself, uh-huh. we, you know, walked up to hell, and you know, we started trekking in. Now, I got about a minute inside before I was like, no, this, this isn't going to fucking work for me, right? I'm six foot, and I was six foot at the time as well, and it was cramped as fuck for me. So I, I was like, no, I'm done. So I, I went outside. My friends are all taller than me. Right. Right. The leader of the pack, Alex, he's six four, and he was six four at the time, right? My buddy Jack, he was six foot, and my buddy Johnny, he was about... Five foot ten. Right, right. right. So, anyways. They're going in, and Jack eventually comes back. So, who's left is Alex and Johnny. And they stay in there for a while. I would say a good ten minutes of them just, you know. The funny part is that they were wearing flip-flops. So, all you hear, hear, like, we're dead fucking quiet listening in, right? And all you hear is, blop, 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 (laughs) down this fucking tunnel, right? Right, right. I'm like, what the fuck? So, anyways... Uh, times go by and, and eventually me and Jack are sitting on the outside talking and then all of a sudden we hear, bloop, 
bloop, and then nothing. It's dead fucking quiet, right? So then I'm like, hello? Alex? Johnny? And then I just hear, blah, 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 right? Right? Blah, 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 Dude, I was, I was, like, it was scary. It sounds funny after the fact, but it was scary. Right. Because they run out, like, drenched in sweat. Yeah. And I said, what the hell happened? Right? How would you see? And apparently, further in, their light died. But they kept going. And Alex got to a certain point when all of a sudden he felt some something or somebody breathe on his face. When he stopped, yeah. and he leaned forward and then felt it breathe in his face again. And that's when they turned around and sprinted back. Fuck. Right. So, so obviously that story kept us away from hell for a while. Right, right. And eventually, one of my friends that was new to the group wanted to see this place. So I took him just myself. His name's Jacob. And, you know, we kind of go up to it. We kind of go in a little bit. But I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking going back in. Yeah. So, eventually we get tired of the place. And we start walking back. And we turn around. Mm -hmm. And I see eyes. They looked yellow. Of course, this is, you know, a while ago. And I was already fucking freaked out out of this place. But they look like yellow eyes. Tall. Like, it wasn't a short fucking dude. It was a tall dude or something staring at me with these yellow fucking piercing eyes from the tunnels. And I was I was a distance away, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking, what the fuck is that? Right? And I tap and I look at it and he goes, yeah, what the fuck is that? And then we start looking at this thing and then he eventually goes back into the tunnel, right? And ever since then, I hadn't been back since we showed you the place. And that was about two years ago. Damn, dude. Like, I've um, I've never had a situation where I've had a place that was like, like that. You know, we we had a house when we were younger that that was presumably haunted, but it wasn't. It's seeing that seeing that hole in in like my in my personal opinion. I'm not gonna say professional opinion because in no way, shape, or form am I a professional. (laughs) So I've seen some creepy things in my life. Like, I've heard some creepy things. I'm in no way, shape, or form superstitious. Right. But I've seen some things that I can't explain. Um, in the next episode, we'll go into detail on those things. Uh, but I've... <sighs> Looking at hell, I can see it's a 50-50 chance whether it's either meth heads mm-hmm. or demons. That's another thing. I like This place is pretty well known, apparently. Uh, when I was at school at the time. And, you know, I'm talking to other people who are completely unrelated to my group of friends. Right. And they say that place is pretty notorious as a drug hangout. There you go. Right? So that's what, what we think is in yeah. there is a bunch of fucking druggies that just went way the fuck in there. But it's nice, dark, cool. Yeah. But even even then, like, it's still creepy as fuck to that be face itself, to face. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the goddamn night with somebody that fucking... High on meth or something. High on meth, yeah. So, nevertheless. Yeah. There's that theory. Have you ever seen that movie, The Descent? I have. Yeah. So, it's like, uh, you know, they go into that cave and then they meet all these fucking, um, these fucking, like, zombie creature things. Right. I just got an idea for a next podcast, too, by the way. (laughs) But, anywho. Okay. So, awesome. 
Um, I thought hell was interesting. I would like to venture in one day with like a like a flashlight or something. If we ever do that, we'll do an exclusive podcast on hell. Right. But uh, until that day, um, we have these stories to to use our imagination with. Right. Who knows? We may bag ourselves a meth head. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next thing is to close us out. I wanted to take you through another one of those situations where I put you in um, a scary situation and see what you personally would do. Uh, I believe the word is spooky. Thank you. A spooky. A spooky situation. Uh, a spooky situation. So um, I'd like to call this segment Joel and Jim's Spooky Hour slash Jim's Find Your Own Vent. Uh, find Your Own Adventure. Cho- you mean Choose Your Own Adventure? Choose Your Own Adventure mission. Yeah. So Jim, <clears throat> so wait, wait. Let me uh, let me kill this entire beer and then ask me. Okay. So while he's killing this entire citradelic, I do not even dare killing my entire Stone IPA, uh, lest I risk <gasps> my asshole. Um, yeah. God, God bless my asshole. Give me the backstory. Oh God, this is. So, there you go. Here you are. Welcome. So, uh, while Jim's drinking, I will give you guys and him the backstory as far as, um, as far as, uh, the, the find your own adventures I'm going to put you through. You are Detective Jim Irvin. Okay. You work for the, um, uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI. And you are uh, set on a mission to a little-known town of Twin Peaks. Okay, I've never watched Twin Peaks, by the way. Good. So you have been issued there because there is a situation in Twin Peaks that has been a mystery to the Sheriff's Department of Twin Peaks. Very small town, population of maybe about 400 people. So it's like Temecula. Like Temecula. (laughs) But it's on a shore. Okay. Okay. It's camping grounds. Right. So you're on your way there. You're a federal agent. And when you get there, you discover that there's been a body that was discovered washed up on the shore. Okay. Of Twin Peaks. It was a young girl. About the age of 18. You know, I've actually watched the pilot episode. Okay, good, good. So you know. Yeah. So now you are in the investigation mode, right? Yeah. So you were given a cabin in Twin Peaks to, to sleep in while you're doing the investigation. Right. And uh, your job is to help the sheriff's department figure out exactly who committed the murder and why. Now, you go to sleep. Okay. It's your first night there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> These mattresses are so comfortable. They you put just you right to, to sleep. <laughs> ah! I'm burning. <laughs> I'm a demon. Um, so you go to sleep, and there I am in a chair. I'm a midget. And I'm like, Midge? So what's what's different? What's the twist? <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, Jim, you are going to lose your sanity in this Town. So you're an autistic midget. What do you say? 
So you're an autistic midget. <laughs> you don't know what kind of ghost you're dealing with. Um, I probably... I'm an FBI agent, so I always carry my gun. Though. Right, right. Put yourself in the situation, please, okay? Become a method actor. Put yourself in the situation. You're dreaming and you're seeing this. is a very vivid dream. I grab my gun and I stand up. Okay. I put the gun on him and say, who are you? What I, are you doing in my cabin? I am your thy mayor. I say you're under arrest for further questioning. Right. And then you hear smooth jazz in the background. Do, 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 right? And I get up and I just start dancing. And I look at you. I stop dancing. I look at you and I go, the gum you like is coming back in style. And then I, I just grab keep... my handcuffs and go up to you to handcuff you. Right. And then I just start shivering. But in a backwards way. Uh, I still try and grab you and cuff you. Then you hear a little whimper. <gasps> and then I say, this is my sexual fantasy. <laughs> I see. <laughs> You're the worst twin pigs. David Lynch would hate you. No, the whimper happens behind you. Oh, so it's not the midget. No, it's not the midget. Oh, shit. Okay, so I cuff him. And put him in between me and the whimper. Okay. And it happens to be... The the girl who whimpers is the girl who was murdered. And then I say, You're under arrest for further questioning. She goes, Sometimes my arms bend back. And they hurt. So... See, if I'm an FBI agent, I only have one pair of handcuffs on me. I've already right. handcuffed the midget. So, I put the midget back on his seat, because he okay. was sitting before. All right. I go up to the girl with the gun, right? Okay. I say, well, sit down on the bed. Uh, okay. You, and then you wake up. No. Yeah. So, you're woken up. It's a dream sequence. This was a waste. It was always a dream sequence. You knew that. You went to bed. I told you you went to sleep. Well, I was. you said that I was woken up by a midget. No. I think it's just what you wanted to hear. It, it might be a little bit of that. Yeah. So you wake up and you hear that there's been a um, another murder. Yeah. And it, it was a um, a man in a convenience store, a store who was buying your gum. The gum that you like. Okay. What do you do? I investigate it. Clearly, it must have something to do with my murder because... Mm -hmm. It's a small town of 300 people. There's no, it's no coincidence that there'd be two murders in the same town, especially when I'm in town. Okay, you're not drunk enough. For this. I'm, I'm, I'm Big Dick Jim. <laughs> Big Dick Jim. Is that on your name tag? <laughs> Police detective. Police detective. Big Dick Jim. Hello. Okay, who do you question first? The convenience store worker. Okay, I'm the convenience store worker. So what do you want to know about? Everything. What do you mean? When did he come in? When did he, what did he buy? Did he say anything? Oh, around um, 9 o'clock. Came in, bought the gum. Got started opening box. What? 
English, please. Yeah. I'm from New York. I speak English. What's wrong with you? I tell you, the guy came in, start opening fire. Start opening a fire? Opening fire. So, wait, he started opening fire? He started shooting. Okay. At the man. What man? The man who dead. So, there's two people here. No, just one man dead. You're not making my job easy for me. You're not a very good FBI agent. <laughs> so, there was two people in this situation. One guy was buying bubble gum. The other guy came in and shot him. Yes. Okay. Where did the other guy go? Did he just run out? Just ran out. But before he left, he said... Did he run out in a car? Did he run out to his car and drive off, or did he just run out? He just ran out. And then he ran away? Yes. Okay. But before he left, he said something. What did he say? He said, fire, walk with me. Okay. Thanks. Fucking hell, Billy. So. <laughs> so, what do you do now? You leave? I go outside, and, and first I need to see what direction he went. Mm -hmm. He ran. Right? And you see if he ran fucking up the street, down the street, straight ahead. As you're looking, you see an owl perched on a tree. Which you find weird because it is the morning. I don't find that weird. Owls don't just exist at nighttime. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. I've read, I've read a few books. They don't just exist at nighttime. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Okay. So you see an owl, but it's staring directly at you. I don't find that weird either. Really? Yeah. No matter where you go, it's just staring at you. Owls tend to fucking stare at people. Okay. I do find it weird that it's not sleeping. This is the daytime. You know what, Jim? I'm not having fun with this. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> Obviously, Jim would never solve the murder in Twin Peaks. Because you just you you just end up leaving the island like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right? Because she died. That's it. That's all you need she to know. She died. Somebody else died. Fuck this place. I don't fucking know. I'm giving up on this. This murder mystery thing is not working on your ass. <laughs> I think I need to get you before you've had fucking six beers. Um, anyway, turn. Uh, if you haven't watched Twin Peaks, fucking sorry, but uh, turns out her dad's the one that killed her because she's the because her dad is possessed by a ghost. Oh, okay. Congratulations, detective! You solved the murder. <laughs> now, what does this owl have to do with anything? So he he possesses the owls to watch people because right. it's a heavily wooded area. So why would it be weird that there's an owl? Watching you? Yeah. Because he's in the owl. <laughs> but why would that be weird? Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, that's like saying, oh my God, there's a bird and he's staring at me. I think this bird had it out for me. Did he? Yes. Did this <laughs> yes, that bird had it out now, for me. Now, who is this ghost? So the ghost is Bob, I think they call him. But he fucking, he just, he just uh, hijacked people's heads for like 10 years does whatever the fuck he wants. He's like a serial rapist that um, just possesses people huh. after he died. So you need to watch Twin Peaks. It's really, really fucking good. Yeah, the pilot made me laugh a couple times. Laugh? 
Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of person you are. Fucking <laughs> sick ass detective. <laughs> anyway, next podcast we're gonna uh, have a few other things. Actually, I have um have an awesome spooky story that I want to share with you guys uh, on the next podcast. Um, if you guys have never heard the story, it's the story of the man who found the cave to hell. So that is a story that I researched independently on, on my own for hours. And that's something that I want to bring the audience into. I found the cave to hell. Right next to my parents' house. A different cave. Oh. So anyway, um, besides that, I think we covered some great topics. Yeah. I think we got some serious stuff in the yeah. way. Made it funny. Yeah. Um, good, good, good podcast. Sure. Oh. Uh. I just don't understand why this owl like really meant anything. You know what? This, I just owls. Ex- All right, right. No, but you're telling me that you think owls disappear when it's six o'clock a.m. They just have you ever seen glitter? an owl in the daytime? Yes. When they sleep in trees, they sleep during the daytime. Exactly. So one's watching you the whole time during the daytime, dude. They're not fucking robots. They don't have like shutdown periods where you can touch them in their face and then they don't. They're move. nocturnal. Yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> dude. All right. No. 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 But if an owl's awake watching me, I'd be like, "Oh, that friendly. That was crazy. Nature's wild, man." And then I'd go back to investigate. That's why the worst. FBI agent in the world. I, I don't... Dude, I've actually seen FBI agents. They're hot. I've seen hot FBI agents. I, I think, know, because you're wearing a fucking Levi's. I think that is a prerequisite for being an FBI agent. Yeah, to be, be hot. Very attractive. Yes, honestly. Dude, after all the FBI agents I've seen, I honestly got to think that is one of them. Well, Jim, you'd cut the gray. Oh, stop! <laughs> God help us. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to cut the podcast here, folks. Um, but I think we got to go, uh, I think we got a lot of good content. Yeah, I do too. I think uh, we were really smart and really clever. Uh, you're just jerking yourself off there. Mm. 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 I live off of jerking myself <laughs> off. Um, thank you folks for listening to another episode of Drunk Cast. Uh, I'm Joel. And I'm Joel. <laughs> and I'm Jim. Have a great night, folks. Don't drink and drive. Drink responsibly. And I hope you all had a happy Fourth of July. Yeah, fucking fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fucking America. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah, lick my ass and suck on my.